What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Miami Lookout podcast. This is the show that's on the lookout for the best of Miami events, restaurants, lifestyle, and real estate. I'm your host, Joe Basaha, and today I'm sitting down with Giuseppe, our new co-host. Now, you do not want to miss this episode. Giuseppe talks about his real estate journey from educating himself, structuring his deal, and making his first purchase with three friends. So let's jump into it and hear more from Giuseppe. Hey, Giuseppe. Hey. Great to see you in WeWork. Right? I haven't seen you in like a couple of days. I know. How is New York? It's perfect. Yeah. The weather is perfect. It's cool. Well, thanks for um, coming to WeWork from Kendall. Yeah. And I would love to talk to you because you just bought a house. I did just buy a house with a couple of friends. Yeah. So it's, it's creative. It wasn't like a traditional, you know, you went out and you bought a house on your own, but you bought it with friends. So talk to me about that. How did you come up with that idea? It's important to like know the context of why we bought a house. We're both we're all of all of the people that bought the house were like mid twenties. We were living at home with our parents, which is cool. We love our parents, but mm-hmm. it just comes to a time that, you know, it's already time. It's time to move on with your life and you know. And during the pandemic, during quarantine, I got really into bigger pockets, the the podcast. The um, real estate podcast? The real estate podcast. Okay. And I have been saving, my, my friends have been saving, so we had a good amount of money saved up. So we just decided one day we were talking, and we were like, let's just buy a house. Like, mm-hmm. we know we can buy a house, all three of us, uh, just because of the bigger pockets. Like, we learned so much about real estate. Like, there's different type of tenancy, like the joint tenancy or the tenancy in common where multiple people can be the owner of the house. And when once we learned that, we are like, this is it. It's three friends, three of us, mm-hmm. that we have the same desire to move. And we have savings, we have the money, we have the jobs. So we just decided to buy a house. We decided that this is what we want to do. And we just didn't just talk the talk. The talk. We actually walked the walk and we bought the house. Awesome. We were like homeowners. Yeah. And this was before you got your license, right? Yeah. Or like in the middle of it? In the middle of it. Okay. So you were doing a lot of education, like looking at the blogs. Yes. Feeling empowered. Yes. I was like, we can, we can do this. Right. We, we can do this. So we did it. And it was actually pretty dope. Yeah. And I love that because a lot of people our age, they're like, oh, I'm going to rent forever. Or, mm-hmm. oh, I don't have enough money to like buy my dream home. But what I like about your situation is that you leveraged just the the whole deal, right? Like you went in with friends who are your partners, you leveraged low interest rates. And then talk to me more about the actual property because the property you're leveraging as well, <laughs> which is sick. We are. So we learned about the living flip, which is essentially flipping the house. But when you, when people think about flipping houses, like you buy, mm-hmm. you flip it in like two months, three months, however long it takes, and then you put it in the market right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we learned is that you can actually live in the house while flipping it. And after two years, if you live in the house, you can sell it. And you're not going to get that capital gain tax. Right. So that's what we decided to do. We, we decided to look into a house that needed work. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, something that we can work on it ourselves in our free time. And then in like five, in like three to four to five years, we can either sell it for profit or we can rent it out. So that's what we've been doing for the past three, four months. We've been slowly working on the house. Uh, we have no walls. <laughs> we have no kitchen. Uh-huh. Uh, but we're, we're happy, you know. We're working on something that's ours, something that's giving us equity and leverage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Awesome. Now, is your... Is the property that you purchased, is it converted? Like the garage is another unit? Yes, sir. I think you remember telling me. <laughs> so even adding even more yes, leverage sir. to the deal. Exactly. So even more leverage of, you know, flipping the house ourselves. We're learning a lot about, you know, how a house is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Because we're like demolishing a lot of walls. We're changing the windows and all of that. But on top of that, we also realized that we can rent the rooms as well. So mm-hmm. uh, the house that we bought is technically a 3-2, three-bathroom, two-bathroom. Uh, we can rent one of the rooms, and it also has a garage that was converted into an efficiency that we're also planning on renting. So on top of all of that, we're also going to get some help with whenever we get tenants, whenever the house is ready, mm-hmm. in order to help us pay for the mortgage, if not the whole mortgage. It's essentially, our goal was to move out, uh, move out for as cheap as we possibly can. That way, uh-huh. in like a couple of years, we can continue buying more property and continue building wells and continue building equity. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's our situation right now. I know. So we, I think we need to break it down for everyone who's listening because there are so many different like angles that you can really like work real estate, like to work the deal. Like a lot of people think, oh, I have to get the sale price down. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, yeah, you can get the sale price down, but there's other parts of the deal which you leverage. So I think the first one breaking down is FHA. You did an FHA, right? Yes, we did an FHA. So how much did you put down? 3.5. No. <laughs> 3.5 split among... Three people. So basically like a little over 1% you put Mm -hmm. down on a house, right? Yeah. And just that alone I think is huge because, again, people think that they have to do it themselves or they have to buy the first property themselves. But I like how you went in like with partners. It's almost like a joint venture type of thing. Mm -hmm. And so you broke down the the down payment, right? So you split that and made it really nice and affordable. How else did you break down the deal and leverage it? Again, we're splitting everything in three. Uh, so again, like rehab, you're splitting three ways. Everything, everything. Taxes, everything. Rehab, insurance, uh, electric, all the bills. Everything uh-huh. we're splitting uh, in trees. So nice. Uh, we are paying really low for a house that we own. <laughs> <laughs> so do you do you have the numbers off the top of your head, kind of? Like rough estimate? I do, I do. Uh, I'm a rough estimated. So uh-huh. in order to, we bought the house for around 340 mm-hmm. uh, for a 3-2. The house is from the 1970s, so it's a little older. Uh, so around market price, uh, we have to consider we're on a, on a seller's market. So right. the competition is strong, so... Uh, there wasn't a lot of negotiations going on just because exactly. we wanted to buy, we wanted to close in the house. 
but again, we're uh, divided by three is actually not awful. Um, so we closed on the house for 340. Uh, down payment and closing costs ended up ended up about being twenty one thousand. That's mm -hmm. the total divided by three, seven thousand, which is not bad at all. Mm -hmm. uh, and everything, all the uh, whenever we hire contractors, splitting that in trees. Right. Whenever we buy anything for the house, splitting that in tree. Uh, yeah. What I mean, what a great investment. So. Total for $21,000. We closed on the house. You, you, you're able to control an asset that's worth 340k mm -hmm. for 21k. Yeah, exactly. That's wild. 7,000 individually. And you're, so for $7,000 <laughs> a piece, you have this house that's worth 340k. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, that's something to break down because you know, people are like, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to get the good price. Maybe I need to wait. But it's like, no, if you leverage the deal this way and maybe your first house that you buy is with a friend and your tenants in common or you do joint tenancy, like that is how you actually can get into a house down here in Miami. Cause the prices are expensive. I'm not going to lie. You know, yeah. it's, it's not, Miami isn't affordable, you know, <laughs> and, and builders, they're not building affordable housing mm -hmm. cause the cost to build is the same. So why would they, you know, build something affordable? Yeah. It's going to be Lux. But anyway, I think that's just so cool how you were able to go in, find the right partners. And now you have a house. It's also good to consider that I'm 25, I'm mid 20s. I'm mm -hmm. buying my first house. You know, uh, we all have in mind that the first house is not going to be the perfect house. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, it's not going to be our future house, That's especially since I'm buying it with two other people. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that was also a good thing to consider. Something we wanted to find something that needed work, mm -hmm. that we can work on it ourselves, build equity. We don't have to, we're not paying that full price. We're splitting everything in trees. And in the future, we can use this asset to either build more equity or have this passive income, a passive income that everyone should be striving for, honestly. <laughs> right. I mean, it sounds like as long as everything gets played out and you rent out that efficiency and maybe a second bedroom, it sounds like your mortgage will be covered. Yeah. So you're going to be living in a place for free. Yes. Wow. Or as cheap as possible. Yeah. <laughs> so how did, I mean, I know that you said bigger pockets, but what would you say was like the catalyst? What would, what would you say was the thing that's like, you know what? I'm going to find two other people. We're going to buy a house. What, what triggered you? Um, the fact that I learned that you don't have to be the sole homeowner of the house. That's something that I learned on bigger pockets. That's something that I also learned while studying for my real estate license. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that I learned that I could buy a house just not by myself or with two other people, they, they, they don't have to be my wife, my, my partner. It can be literally a stranger that I meet, honestly. But, you know, I decided to, to close with my closest friends. Mm -hmm. and we trust each other. We like each other. We want the same thing. That's a, that's a big thing. You know, we all have the same goal for mm -hmm. of moving out of our parents for as cheap as possible. And once we... We realized that we could do this. We, again, we didn't talk to talk, but we actually went out and do it and did it. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's an issue with a lot of people our age that, you know, they just talk a lot 
and they're just not doing a lot. Right. Right. And, and, and I mean, now that, you know, you're an agent, mm-hmm. I mean, you see that too, yes. right? Because <laughs> I think it's like we're so tech savvy and we have like mm-hmm. the internet at the palm of our fingertips. It's yeah. like, oh, I don't need an agent. Um, but, you know, transitioning, like now that you are an agent, um, you know, what, what would you say your advice is for somebody who is in your shoes and is looking for that next step? And they, they want to take the jump and they want to buy that house, but they... They don't know what the next move is. What would you? What would? What advice would you give them? The first advice and the most important advice that I would give someone around my age is to make sure you have a good foundation. You know, mm-hmm. make sure you have a good savings. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have a good job coming in. Uh, make sure you're not in a lot of debt because mm-hmm. uh, all of that is gonna play into uh, buying the decision of buying a house. You know what I'm saying? I actually read an article yesterday about why millennials are falling behind on home ownerships. They fell behind from like 50 to 40 percent in oh, the last wow. decade, decade. And that's because of people our age, they're just not saving money. They're, you know, they're, they're going to school, so they have more school debt or they're the just loans, not, student not loans. thinking about, you know, future plans like that either. Uh, but the first uh, thing that I would suggest people my age is make sure you have a good foundation, a good savings, a good, good job, a good credit. And after that, you just work with an agent. Mm-hmm. For our listeners, where can they find you? Where can they see your renovation? Where can they find you online? Yeah, uh, you can find me. I mainly post on Instagram. I am starting to slowly diversify on Facebook. I'm mm-hmm. planning to launch a YouTube channel as well. You can find me at GU Move Miami. That's G-I-U Move Miami. I'm on there. Uh, if you have any questions, if you want to learn something, please message me. I love teaching people. I love showing people that if I, if I can buy a house and for a great deal, mm-hmm. then... You can do it too. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not home ownership. I feel like it's not as complicated as some people make it seem to believe. You just have a good foundation, get a real estate agent. Uh, we're not here to screw you over. We're actually here to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. You can find me there. Awesome. <laughs> well, what would you want to um, leave the listeners with? My one tip that, I, again, I'm going to market to my audience, the millennials, the mid-20s people, the early 20s. Please focus on a foundation first. <laughs> Savings account. Uh, budget. I'm really into budgeting. Like, if you need any questions about budgeting, I am your guy. And, and this is something that I learned from Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey is really into budgeting, into having a good foundation first, no debt. Mm-hmm. I know he's not into the credit cards, but there's a way to actually hack the credit cards that you can use the credit cards and actually get money back using the cash back. Mm-hmm. And as long as you pay the credit cards, you know, it's just free money that you're getting. So <laughs> I'm really into uh, helping people get, can create that foundation. And with that foundation, you can actually leverage a house. The first house, remember, doesn't have to be the dream house. As long as it's uh, 
as long as it's a decent house and it's work, you can work in it yourself. And in the future, Miami is a hot market right now. But in, the, in five to 10 years, it's still going to be a hot market, even a hotter market, I predict. Uh, use that as leverage. But mm -hmm. first, create a good foundation, good savings, good job, good credit. And with that, you can move forward in life. But we have to, you know, if you're listening, this is to you. Make that a priority. Right. Yeah, that, Make it that, happen. That's my my one message that I hope it gets through people. Make this a priority. Because you, you can use this as a leverage in the future. Right. Don't wait any longer. Don't wait till you're 30, till you're mm -hmm. 40, and you think you're going to buy that five, six, seven $700,000 yeah. house. Start now. It's like a game of Monopoly. Get in there. Leverage the money. Leverage however you can. And use an agent to help you understand the deal so that mm -hmm. your second and your third purchase and your fourth purchase are going to be smoother, right? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, Giuseppe. Well, thank you. Appreciate Jeff. it. Thanks for uh, <laughs> giving us insight into your deal. No, no problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Oh, I'm the new co-host. I'm probably Yeah, I'm like, what, what, are you, what are you doing? Where are you going? <laughs> are you leaving? <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Miami Lookout podcast. If you have feedback on today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email, hello at themiamilookout.com. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.